Welcome to 1.37 p.m.'s Live from the Bar Cart. A look into the style, culture, strength, and grind of the modern-day man. Jordan Taylor Wright, welcome to Live from the Bar Cart. Thanks for having me. You are a, a very um, resourceful guy. You do a lot of things. Director, producer, author, storyteller. Yeah. You do it all. Yeah. I guess the overarching theme is storyteller. And I guess when I was younger, I really got into videos. I picked up a VHS camcorder that I found in my garage and started to be like, what is this all about? And I would film me and my friends skateboarding. And music was a big trigger for that. Anytime I'd hear a song, I'd like picture a music video, which I feel like a lot of people do, whether they're like sitting in the car with headphones, they look out the window and they're like picturing their life as a, a music video. So I just wanted to express how I was feeling. And that was like the earliest form of it. And then you know, jump to today where I still make videos and photos, but I like writing. You know, I used to be scared of writing my thoughts or speaking what I was thinking because it's like, well, what if what if I'm thinking is wrong? What if I'm like crazy? What is this the truth coming out of me? And I just, you know, I let it all down on a piece of paper. And then that led into a script for a film that I'm working on. And that led to a book that I wrote and just kind of having like faith in the, in the process and, and trusting your own expression. And yeah, so just... I never planned on paper to be like, I'm going to write a book and direct uh-huh. a movie and all that stuff. But anyway, to just express how I was feeling, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to let it out. So, Tell me a little about, you know, so growing up, uh, you said you picked up a VHS. Were you inspired by like Spielberg and, and guys like this that just like told some amazing stories? And yeah, how, how did that come about? I mean, uh, I think the earliest form was animated films like Disney. You know, mm-hmm. I'd watch like Jungle Book or Peter Pan and just become totally just enthralled with that world. I'm like, I want to be Peter Pan. I don't want to grow up. I love the music of it. I love the magic of it. I love the the themes behind all of this. And that's how I kind of decided to see the world. And even when I was like dealing with negativity or if there was negativity in my life, whether it's like my parents getting divorced or just bullying at school, my brain would then default to that like happy place. I'd be like, you know what? I can still like sing music if I want to or come up with jokes or like pop culture references or just look at the world as magic is why not because that exists within my imagination anything that I see is a part of me and I just want to focus on the positive so then I wanted to translate that into my own form of medium so then you know videos encapsulate how I'm feeling the most because it's a combination of like music and visuals and I think the harmony of that is like how we experience the world you know that was your way to express yourself for sure yeah if I was feeling sad then I'd make a video about how I was feeling sad or I'd use a song that like we all have that music that when we're listening to we get goosebumps and you know you feel it or you, you're about to cry you feel that like watering going on in your throat and I would just take that and be like well what visually do do I see or what do I think of when when I hear this it's like oh maybe I think of like a loved one that's sick or I think of like a girlfriend that I'm no longer with or how do I like put that intangibly how do I express that like and then it's cathartic because you you release it you know as opposed to bottling it up and just letting it kind of like swirl around in your brain a little bit you get to release it and um, you get to do it beautifully because if you're being truthful about what you're expressing then you know it will then ultimately resonate with other people and they get to be like you know I I felt that and it's funny you uh, you kind of I mean I'm not a filmmaker so I don't know but it seems like you draw a lot of more inspiration from from the audio and then you attach visuals to the audio yeah I mean, a little bit of both. Music is a nice kind of guideline because when I was younger, I didn't know how to like put lavalier mics on people and boom mics and record audio and like dialogue and all of that stuff. But with a song, it's it's like a it's like a template for, you know, it has verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And you're like, they're saying 
it's almost they're they're saying what I'm I'm thinking. If you resonate with the song, you get to use that as like a template. But I'm still very inspired visually. If I'm you know walking and I see a a, a tree that looks beautiful with the sun hitting it, I'm like, oh well, this could be awesome if uh, you know a kid was running through here on a bike and like, and then all of a sudden a whole like scene happens within my head. But it's um, I think it's everything. You draw inspiration from wherever. It's just uh the audio yeah like if you close your eyes and listen to music you you start picturing visuals so i was watching your videos on your youtube and on yeah. your instagram stuff like that and it's a very specific type of art it's uh it's almost like i don't know it elicited almost like a dreamlike state when i was watching it it was yeah. it was it was very kind of ethereal and it's really cool like because you have a very distinct voice and i was wondering how long did it take you to kind of develop that and how did you go about developing that voice yeah i think it's always been there and i was lucky early on i would know what i liked so if i was watching say et i'm like this makes me feel like the world is magic i really like this or if you know newer movies like watching uh where the wild things are or her eternal sunshine and the spotless mind i'd watch those and be like this makes me feel like i'm living in an alternate reality that exists but it's just about believing that there's something greater so i always held that notion and then um yeah, I just would, no matter what type of story I'm telling, it would come through my filter. It's like a, a Brit or water or whatever. It's like no matter what you're, if you're putting whatever in it, it's just going to come through that same filter. It's just how I felt. So I think it's just been cultivating like my whole life. And just as you become more skilled at your art form, you know, like you, the more hours you put in and you're like, oh, well now this time I think I can you know, color it a little bit better so that way it feels tone-wise the way that I want to express it. Or, or maybe this time I can use, like, these sound effects because uh, when you hear, like, wind chimes in the background, there's something, like, magical about that. Or, you know, I can do, like, a long, slow shot so that way it really, like, allows the viewer to be, like, soaked into what's happening as opposed to a bunch of fast cuts where you oh, you don't get to really digest everything. It's just um, you kind of learn a little bit and as you're doing it you realize if you're resonating with it too you know if you're getting goosebumps while you're doing you're like oh this is this is good so yeah just a lot of experimenting mm -hmm. yeah i think it takes time to develop i think a lot of us when we first start whatever our passion is i think we look to the people that inspire us and yeah. we you know unintentionally probably imitate what inspires us or the like the artists that inspire us when we create when we first start we want to kind of be in their same image so we take from them and then as we progress we start finding that voice and start evolving into something of our own you know what were some of like the the, the artists that inspired you on your you know when you first started out yeah spielberg for sure and just the way he can tell a story and it you know be for adults but what's rooted there is the childhood innocence for within sure. all of it there's always some sort of magic in there yeah the aliens or or just the ethereal mm -hmm. and um i mean christopher nolan more recently you know when inception interstellar that's all beautiful michelle gondry the way he can use like practicals when he's making his movies and the, the sets spike jones is amazing so a lot of films and then you know musical artists whether it's listening to like Sigur Ross or Coldplay or you know classical music and and just finding that like what type of vibe or soundtrack is like how how am I feeling right now what what how do I, how do I see the world what type of tone but in terms of like being inspired by other people it's I I'm aware that I'm inspired by them but I know that I can never be them or right. I wouldn't ever want to to be them and I think the beautiful thing is we all you know, you, we all have this like kind of universal light that passes through all of us and the only difference is our lens and our perspective. So like my upbringing and the way I was raised and who I am is 
different than Steven Spielberg. And the beautiful thing is I can kind of take the the root of what he's trying to express, but then no matter what, it's going to come through my own filter. So as opposed to, you know, up and coming artists don't like be inspired by other people, but then realize no matter what you do, it's going to come through your lens. So just allow yourself to take the the heart of what it is, which is literally the heart and the emotion and the story. And then, you know, then tell it through your lens because you everyone has their own unique story so it's important to just be okay with that be like you know i'm i'm unique i'm special i'm just gonna trust that what i'm expressing people are gonna want to hear do you think uh, a lot of uh film today or a lot of they're they're they rely too much on you know the uh the cgi and don't worry so much about the story um i there's a way to do it well both like yeah um I mean, Ready Player One was obviously very CGI based, but you know, at the heart of it, there was a, a good story there. I mean, Avatar, I really enjoyed. You know, visually, it felt like I, you suspend your level of belief and of reality when you're watching it. But again, yeah, the the root of it has to be the motions happening with the character, the story of why they're doing what they're doing. There is a lot of, I mean, obviously, you know, like Marvel slated their next like, you, like you know, seventy five movies or whatever it is. So, <laughs> but do you, do you think that they do a good job those those i mean because they're still real i love them i love those entertaining action superhero movies of course i think a part of it is also that it takes me back to my childhood and being a comic fan and you know living through those characters so seeing them on the screen now in kind of so much more of a realistic way yeah but i also yearn for some great stories that you know like stories that schindler's list that just like hit you you know right in your heart yeah or, I, the, the nice thing there's a combination of both i mean just like any generation you'll have your kind of like pop version of what is like more mainstream and then you'll have your more indie type of content um but it, it is it's being more bridged than ever because if you look at the people that are directing these huge pictures like black panther is you know ryan coogler and he you know started with fruitville station and you know then worked his way up with creed and it was amazing and that's why i resonate is because it's very much coming through his own voice regardless of it being backed by a giant you know entity like like marvel but then you still have like beautiful pictures like call me by your name and more independent films and Lady Bird and stuff like that that are very just you know little stories just sh shown in a beautiful way and i think it's more bridge than ever i think social media has an amazing you know there's obviously pros and cons to social media but there's like a beautiful pro is it's it gets information out faster than ever so like yeah things can you know people's attention spans are smaller than ever but at the same time if there is something that one person or one entity is working on they're able to like get it across to a lot of people and things can become quote-unquote viral very quickly and you know content speaks for itself so if they're if it's good content it's going to land and people are going to resonate so yeah i'm very optimistic and excited about how we're like bridging the gap between what's capable even with technology it's like i'm i'm self-financing and producing a film but like we're doing similar vfx that are in like life of pi and but it's at a, obviously a, a smaller scale but it, you you now have the technology someone with like a laptop you can you know download these cinema 4d and these like programs and if you have the wantingness to create it then you you can so it's a it's an exciting time because it's really putting the power into the hands of these creators that you know have the yearning to want to tell a story definitely i think uh, today with the advancements of technology with like you said social media and the internet uh, creators can really do amazing things i mean Technically, all you really need is a phone nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's obviously we can talk about quality and things like that, but yeah, if the story's good. Yeah, the story's <laughs> there, then you're good, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, let's get back to music a little bit. Yeah. I know that you've worked with a lot of great musicians. Uh, you toured with Usher for like three years, right? Is that yeah, true? I did. How did that come about? I was working at a production company in the city, working for the Food Network filming uh, content for some different reality shows. And I remember it wasn't like satisfying me creatively, but I was, you know, I kept telling myself, I'm like, this is awesome. I get to like film and I get to work in the city. And I decided one day I went to a, a concert at Webster Hall and I filmed this artist named Hoodie Allen and uh, I, you know, decided to make a little recap video of it and sent it to his manager. This was all on your own, like you, yeah. you weren't hired. You just did it for your own, and then you sent it to his manager. Yeah, well, you met met his manager at the concert. I went with my buddy Evan, and his manager was uh, Michael George, who more recently uh, is affiliated with Martin Garrix. And you network, if you will. And what ended up happening was, uh, I think that video caught the attention of somebody who was managing an artist named Chris Cab, who was signed to Pharrell at the time, and they asked if I wanted to go on tour with him with Chris, oh, with Cab, Chris Cab and he was opening for T-Pain and Gym Class Heroes and I'd quit my job in the city working at the production company and I went on tour for like a month and a half got back home and it was like kind of this moment where I remember I was sitting at home and like am I ever gonna work again like because I'd quit my job and you know when you're kind of your own boss quote unquote and you set your own schedule it's like when's the next gig gonna come when and you're just kind of like asking the universe it's like when's something gonna happen and that exact day I got a random text from a producer who had a production company in LA saying Usher was coming to New York to do uh, an album release for his upcoming album and he's gonna star in an off-Broadway show called For as a Brute and he wants someone to film and document it for four days and if I'm available and I said yeah absolutely and I just remember like the first day filming with him there was a rapport you could just tell like he didn't mind when the camera was close to him he wanted to interact with the camera he had a great sense of humor I was able to crack jokes and like the angles I was getting he was really excited about and I, it was like maybe the second or third day and uh, his day-to-day -day manager said to me uh, what, what are you doing tomorrow and I said oh nothing like oh we have Saturday Night Live do you want to come to Saturday Night Live I'm like yeah absolutely so I'm backstage filming in the green screen Will Ferrell was hosting like childhood dreams coming true um, and she was like, oh, day-to-day manager, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, um, nothing. And she's like, oh, well, we have uh, the Billboard Awards in Vegas if you want to come to the Billboard Awards. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And you're capturing everything this whole time with Usher Yeah, just in these different events. Yeah, filming. And I don't even think they knew necessarily what they wanted. They just are like, this this is exciting stuff. Like, let's document it. And um, yeah, and then so my job at the time was to film everything but then very much um be like creative and being like all right well maybe this can be broken down into a 15 second video this could be a 45 second like recap and this was before like instagram had 15 second videos this is like even before vine was like booming so it was just very much like let's make social content or just content that could be disseminated and then all of a sudden it's like these platform started to like really burst and it's like oh well then you know this can be like a six second clip that can go here this could be like a 15 second teaser that could be used for an album and it just became this like larger in endeavor and it, it lasted three years and it went from like that to like doing like photos for merchandise to like videos for his tours he'd have a show in madison square garden like a, the visuals that i created would be the first thing that people saw and it's like that started to like hit home and i was yeah, that's when I noticed I'm like wow that what I'm doing is like making kind of an impact because when you you know when you're grinding every day or when you're not really having moments of like self-reflection it's just like yesterday feels the same as today so you're just kind of perpetually moving and I stopped working with him after about three years just because you know putting all of your energy into another 
person or into anything really it's like you're a battery so I felt I was like I I'd like to like recharge my battery and like just see what I can do for myself and ended up moving to LA and that's when I like started to kind of focus on myself and wanting to create content for myself and that's when uh you know Vine was really big you know people were starting to transition into YouTube space and I met a lot of awesome young talented creators that were like quote-unquote influencers within that space and then we just started making stuff together and I'm like wait there's just a group of young kids that just like making videos all the time this sounds like everything I ever wanted as a child so I was collaborating and making videos with like really awesome people like Rudy Mancuso who is really large on social media now and we just got to be creative and just like every day we'd wake up and be like all right what do we want to make today and it was you know that's the dream and it led to me crewing a following and then you know, from there, realize that, you know, once you're making your art and people are resonating with it, then all of a sudden when you have quote unquote followers, all it really is, is just like a, it's like a billboard or it's a means or it's like a TV channel. So it's like, all right, now that I have my own means of people to see stuff, like what do I want people to see and what do I want to make? And that's when I started to be like, okay, I love traveling. Let's make some travel stuff. Okay. I love telling a story about what it feels like to be traveling. And then I really got to learn my own voice and then, yeah, just continue to share from there. And then now it's a movie and a book, and so it just like progressed. You <laughs> it's know? funny because it all, from what it's, the way you're saying it, it all sounds like it just started from when you took that chance, you quit your job, and you went to this show, and you just on your own made a video for the performer yeah. and met up with the manager, and it's just kind of a chain of events that connected you to this guy, met this guy, networking, and then and it just leads. You know, just it talks about taking that chance ultimately yeah. can lead to more opportunities yeah and also just like learning that every interaction that you're having is usually like a mirror reflection of where you currently are in your life so if you're having a conversation with somebody you never know where it's gonna go so if it's like at an airport or wherever it may be I've had so many random conversations with people that are like oh wait you make videos I have this clothing company that and then all of a sudden we end up making stuff together or oh my son is actually and then ends up becoming like a really talented videographer that you get to work with so it's just every person that you get to communicate with is you know someone that you can create with and collaborate with and I think it was you know that very thing and and I just wanted to you know when I am touring and traveling with these people it's like you get to meet such amazing individuals and you get to see the world and that's my favorite thing about traveling too is just seeing other cultures and meeting other people and you get to look at the world from their lens and their perspective and then you get to grow from there and just being open to all of that it just it leads to infinite more possibilities because even if you have like a blueprint or a dream or an idea of what you want your life to be like be open for the unknown because that's where the the potential really is so don't you know yeah maybe hold in your heart like i want to tell stories i want to you know create and i want people to really feel it but like leave it at that just keep creating what's what feels good to you and then you'll end up being in alignment and these opportunities will magically happen you'll get like a text message or you'll meet somebody who has an idea for you and it just it, it ends up just working that way but step one is being like open to it because if you're just like running around aimlessly being like i just i want to be famous i want to make money i want to grow you're you're that's your you know the universe like, is uh, going to be like oh no wait yeah. hold on <laughs> you can't see the forest for the trees you know you're focusing so much on that one thing in front of you yeah from usher is that how because i know you did some work with like justin bieber and j-lo chain smokers it all kind of progressed from there yeah i mean i got to meet justin through uh his affiliation with usher and really good guy like mm -hmm. he every ever interaction i've ever had with him he just wanted to like play he's just <laughs> like music or photos or jam or whatever it may be and it's like yeah in any way I can help kind of do that absolutely and then 
yeah, I met, um, you know, Rico Love, who is an amazing, talented musician and songwriter through Usher. And then his manager ended up working with J-Lo. So she asked if I can do some stuff for a Vegas residency. And then Usher did Masterclass. And through Masterclass, uh, I got to meet someone who worked with Christina Aguilera. And then I ended up doing some, some stuff for Christina Aguilera. And it's just you get put into these different like positions and just have like genuine conversations with people and be like, oh, what, yeah, what are you doing? Like, I'd love to help if there's a way to help. And yeah, and if you're proud of what you're making, usually your work's going to be indicative of that. And they'll be able to look at it and be like, oh, well, we really like what you're making. So then, you know. Yeah. Ultimately, take that risk and and go and do it. And and yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, maybe younger generation today won't do things without thinking first. What am I getting out of it? Yeah. You know, like again, going back to that first time you just went and made that video, and then some guys could be like, "Well, I'm not going to make a video and not going to send it to his manager unless they pay me." You know, oh, it's like I still do stuff for free. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's how that's what opens doors. You know, to other opportunities. Don't you yeah. Think? To to me, it's like I look at life like playing Mario and you're running around having fun just wanting to explore and then you find gold coins along the way and then you find that golden star because you ultimately like end up at the top of the mountain but if your goal is to find all the coins and you're you're missing the whole point that you know the destination is the journey and I I pay to make the stuff that I make like I want to make a movie I'm like I'm spending all the money I've ever made to make a movie because I want to put all of myself into something and yeah, if you're if you're thinking ahead of time, like, well, how much money am I going to make for this, or what am I going to gain for this? Then you are losing the essence of why you're even creating what you're making in the first place. Because what you're wanting to make is an expression of yourself, and it's it's hopefully to speak your truth, and so that way other people can see it and feel it as well. So do what you would want to do, even if you weren't getting paid to do it. And then your life becomes way more simple, way more beautiful. And then the universe ends up just putting you in the positions that you ultimately want to, to be in, because believe it or not, the universe wants everyone to be happy. <laughs> and that that's the, that's the point of life. It's a giant playground. So I, regardless if I'm getting paid, I create videos and I take photos because I want to express myself. And that's the, the way that I know how, and it's fun for me. So if you want to dance, just dance. If you want to sing, sing. If you want to, you know, write, write. And it's, it really is that simple. And then the rest of the logistics will end up falling into, into place. But, you know, you attract the energy that you are. So if you're, you know, just living happy and openly, then everything else will, will come to you. And how about, you know, so you said you moved out to L.A., you met up with uh, some Rudy Mancuso, and yeah. what are we going to make today? Like, how do you, I'm sure there's guys listening that are like, I'd love to do that. But I got to work my, you know, I got to make money. I got to pay my bills. How do you finance something like that? Like, how do you, well, yeah. today we're going to make a video about whatever. Tomorrow we're going to make a video about this or that. And you do those things. Yeah. And how do we finance that? How do we? Well, you could find people anywhere to collaborate with, you know? I mean, it was alignment that I was, you know, transitioning from not being on the road. And they were just starting to make money, too. They were making vines in their backyards. It wasn't like... Now they get brand deals and stuff like that, but they were making soccer videos and musical videos, not making money and just because they wanted to. And what became, they all just collaborated together. And that's what kind of sparked it all is like, I like telling stories, you like telling stories and you end up meeting other people. So whether it's, you know, you can take like a film class and like maybe the kids in your class, you just decide like, let's all make something together. Or you meet someone at work who likes the same music as you and be like, well, why don't we like jam in the basement later tonight? You just keep creating and there's you'll end up noticing that the people you are surrounded with usually like the same things as you or 
are in alignment with you. And if you notice that there's polar differences there, then maybe that's the universe being like, oh, maybe you should head in a different direction. And then you'll end up just finding that. But yeah, you can collaborate with anyone. Don't always just look for, you know, like the people that have the most followers to to collaborate with because there's new versions of everything, you know, like no one knew Instagram it started as a filter app. No one knew it was going to be like the new form of watching videos or Netflix was going to be the new way of watching movies. It's just, it starts as one thing and it could start as you just jamming or writing and then it can end with you like directing a movie. Step one is like Nike had the Nike slogan, just do it. Like that's it. Just, just do it. And then all of a sudden you'll notice that you'll be like, whoa, I never thought I'd meet this person. It's like, yeah, that ends up happening when you just like are open to the possibility of it. There's an evolution that happens. Yeah. Yeah. When you uh, create for others, so, you know, you've created for Usher, for, for J-Lo, for Justin Bieber, um, obviously, I'm sure these people are very particular about how they want their art to be uh, portrayed or an image or or the things that you create for them. Is there like a balance because you want your creativity and your voice in that as well mm. while still meeting their requirements and demands? Yeah, like, I think what was nice is you notice early on what you like and what someone else likes so if usually if fundamentally you guys are similar have similar senses of humor or visual references or you can be like oh well you know what i think we i think we're in alignment with what we like aesthetically but if that's not the case don't do it <laughs> you know like <laughs> really if you don't even if it means like a a, a good paying gig yeah, or something like not, that not if you're not like in sync with that person absolutely don't yeah. do it yeah i i'd been offered lots of money from a lot of people with a lot of clout and yeah if it if right away if we're not seeing eye to eye i'm like this is energy not well spent and it doesn't mean that i don't respect what it is that they do but it you know at the end of the day you live your your one life that you get to live within this version of who you are and if you're not p being able to place all of your energy organically into something then it's a waste of energy because if you're putting like 40 percent of yourself into something and you're like but i'm gonna make this much money it's not the way it's it's gonna work because what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna fizzle and burn out and then you can learn from that you can be like oh in the future i know now that maybe i should ask this up front or maybe i should do this but the way easier thing is like uh no, I just, I don't think this is, this doesn't make me really excited to do it. And if it doesn't like make your soul sing, then trust your gut, trust your heart. Then you can end up, you know, the, finding someone, another collaborator that may not be able to pay or may not be able to have that same type of like influence, but they see, you know, they're coming from perspective that you really are like, whoa, I love that. And then what you're creating ends up becoming way greater and it can become something that's way um, like for example I you know I started dating a girl and we would just make I'd make little videos of her and I like vacationing or whatever it may be and my friend Rory Kramer who was touring with the Chainsmokers was like oh um, they have a new single coming out they want to make a lyric video do you think I can use the footage and the edits that you already made of you and Alyssa I think that'd be a beautiful like starting point and that we could do a, a quick shooting day in LA and uh, you know one of the lyrics in the song is like in the backseat of my rover and we could just like drive around in a Range Rover and I was like yeah sure but I was making those videos with no way thinking that it would ever be right. <laughs> used for anything other I was just like because I was organically doing it I wasn't getting paid to do it because I loved it because I wanted to do it it ended up becoming the video for 
the closer video for the chain smokers and it now has over two billion views you can't write that right you, you can't plan that no you can't so it's just that's just an example it's like if you know if you're sitting there waiting for that like perfect opportunity to be like an email being like hey the chain smokers want you to direct the closer video yeah, maybe one day that'll happen or you could just continue to make what you love and then it organically ends up happening mm -hmm. and it becomes something greater than you could have ever expected. But it just starts with wanting to create what you love. Well, speaking of creating things and, and, and putting people together, tell me about your platform, Intent On. Yeah. This is a place where people can come together and create and what's your goal with this? Yeah, so Intent On, the slogan is removing I from the intention. And I really wanted to create a place first and foremost where I would feel safe placing my content because as much as I am thankful of what Instagram allowed me to do and, and YouTube and these platforms, they are major entities with algorithms and you're going to see what they want you to see and they're going to promote what they want you to promote. And if you're making money on it and posting ads on it, they're going to squash who sees it. And it's, it's very control and contrived now. So I am creating just an app and a platform where I can host all of my original content. So I have Taylor Cut University coming out, which I'm going to, I started making YouTube tutorials, teaching people how to do photography, videography, anything specific that I noticed people were asking me, they're like, how do you do a hyperlapse? Or like, how do you do your editing? I'm releasing a university with courses that walk you through everything that I was fortunate and able to learn. So um, how to set up Adobe Premiere, how to set up your folders, how the camera works, f-stop, ISO, aperture. Then when you dive in, editing, like color wheels, just as much information I can possibly give so people that are sitting at home, like I want to make videos, but I don't know the first thing about picking up a camera, then hopefully I can explain as much as I can and it can lead them to be like, all right, well then maybe I'll start with this intro level camera or maybe I'll just start with my iPhone and then I can take it from there. Yeah, then uh, I have a TV series coming out called Self-Expression that's going to live on there that shows different artists' perspective and why they tell the stories that they do and why they decide to do it. Episode one is featuring my friends uh, Jack and Lauren. They're Do You Travel and Gypsy Lust on social media. They're a big traveling account and I got to stay with them in Bali for 10 days and just asking them and showing their, their reasoning why they decided to just pick up, pack up and travel the world and take these beautiful photos and how it got them to where they are today. And hopefully that can inspire other people. And then I'm going to have curated playlists on there. So if people are looking for new music, they can try to find new music for different vibes and things of that nature. And then I'll also have my, my book on there. And um, yeah, so just, it's a place where um, all of that content can live and we're just going to continue to expand from there. But yeah. Can others upload to it? Or is it just your uh, content right just, now? Just my content right now. I think I'm going to continue to add, you know, more courses featuring other creators so they can they can teach from their perspective. So if there's an amazing, you know, photo editor that someone wants to learn from. But yeah, for now, it's just going to be kind of quote unquote my stuff. But it's it's very much bigger than that because like this TV series is going to feature a lot of other creators and the focus is going to be on them. And the university is like really not about me. It's just me explaining how to create stuff so yeah and uh, you know inevitably it will grow from there but i think that's a good starting point very cool yeah tell me about your book too is that going to live on there uh yeah you'll be able to purchase it through there and you can do an e-version if you want as well and it's called uh, forever in the infinite now and it talks about how we are the harmony of our mind body and spirit and how i was able to kind of i was diagnosed with add and adhd and like a lot of people today even if you're not quote unquote diagnosis that like you notice that your attention span isn't 
what it should be or that you default to picking up your phone and wanting to consume stuff and not knowing really how to be at peace within your own thoughts and how to kind of quiet your mind and be present and the book kind of walks through how to meditate if you have no idea how to meditate simple visualizations you can do and breathing exercises and then talks about how our mind is a computer and just like a computer it has an operating system and our egos are operating system so how to kind of remove all this programming that's been put on us you know so your ego is any notion of self so if you think you're a man who's a certain age who's a certain gender who loves a certain ethnicity and all of this stuff then you're you're living a very finite perspective of what this world is because ultimately we you know as humans we're we're everything and and everybody so the more you can look at another individual in their eyes and see a mirror reflection of the essence of who you are then you get to step away from your ego and ultimately that's where creativity is you know you're just the the vessel of this light passing through you you know a singer when they're singing they're the instrument a dancer when they're dancing they're in a state of flow they're not thinking about it and um yeah it's the book is very easily digestible it's like four to five sentences on each page and there's illustrations on each one like artwork that has to do with uh, the notion that's being spoke of and um yeah it briefly touches upon like yoga and different things like that just tools that i i use to kind of be more present in my day-to-day life and hopefully it helps other people and the movie you're financing same similar uh it's called the discovery of the divine consciousness and it kind of shows visually uh what it feels like to yeah kind of experience ego death um to like you know think you're quote unquote crazy or to feel like you're trapped within your own head and visually that's what it shows it starts with me as a a little kid playing a video game and it's called the game of human existence and where you're judged by likes and followers as opposed to like love then it kind of progresses and shows uh, me to where I am today and uh, I notice that I'm actually still sleeping and it's like me trying to escape my own mind and I dive into different memories and different experiences and that could be perceived as negative and how you find the beauty there so whether it's like my grandfather being diagnosed with like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's or like going through a breakup with someone that you really love and realizing that there's love and beauty and all of that there the obstacles don't block the path they are the path so you get to learn like oh where's the beauty in all of this so I'm showing it in a way that's very um fantastical almost like a um life of pi so there's gonna be a lot of beauty we, we filmed in New Zealand and Tokyo Alaska under the northern lights so um, it's going to be kind of indicative of all the like other travel ethereal stuff that I've made, but with a a, a heart and a very tangible um, narrative at, at, at the center of it. So I'm excited to share that. That sounds amazing. Oh, thank You're you. You're a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me where where do you uh, where do you find inspiration? Honestly, ev- everywhere. Like right now, I'm I'm inspired just like speaking of all of this and like looking at your keyboard that has Star Wars stuff on it. I'm just thinking about like <laughs> colors and yeah. Um, so your next project is because you looked them. Up. I did that. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just a, g- a good conversation, uh, music, nature, food. Like I'm 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 plant based, but like just eating delicious food that feels really good for you and. Um, colors and I, yesterday I went to like a carousel in New York City and just decided to like make a video from it just you can find it anywhere it's just um yeah just being like open the more you're living in the moment the more you're constantly inspired because that's all that fills your attention so if your attention's just on like okay right now this is all that exists this moment is literally all that exists the future hasn't happened yet the past is no longer here I'm just going to focus on right now this is all I need this is all I want and then all of a sudden, once you like kind of tune into that, then you notice it's like everything 
other starts to like melt away and you see the world new you literally like every experience is a new experience every time you see something it's it's new and then in that space of newness is where you see your the world as a as a kid you know when you know when you're a kid and you're like oh the floor is lava and you want to like don't don't step on the floor you got to jump from here to here these are mountains it's like you still have that, that. All the time yeah i do don't step on the cracks yeah exactly <laughs> you still you still have that the only difference is that you've been you know our perspective has kind of changed where it's like oh i now know that this is like a, a carpet and like mm-hmm. whatever so but if you just live in the moment you get to just open yourself up to being like okay this is this is creativity just let your uh i don't know something happens when you become an adult where that inner child kind of gets not killed or anything or just silenced but just like muted and i guess like certain things in life kind of force you to turn that part of your brain off the imagination the wonder and the it's, and you got to just fight to keep that alive. It's the notion. It's well, it, yeah. One, you you have quote unquote responsibilities, so you're like, I got to focus on that, but mm-hmm. that's just an illusion. And then second, it's your notion of self. So if you're constantly thinking about how what you're doing is affecting everything and how other people are perceiving you, you're leaving no room for you to just be like, I want to be happy. So if you just have no notion of judgment, no notion of what you look like, no notion of gaining, no no expectations, then that's exactly where your childhood innocence lives. It's it's right there. It's like, I'm just going to do because it makes me happy. I'm going to make a weird noise like, because it makes me happy. Like it doesn't matter you know it doesn't I don't care if someone thinks I'm weird for doing it this is what feels like it wants to be released right now and then you just operate from that space and then all of a sudden you are your childhood version yourself like I I feel like a Mowgli in the jungle book I'm you know just I look at the world as a giant like jungle and I'm running around and it doesn't matter what's happening I'm gonna be friends with the animals I'm gonna be friends with everybody doesn't and just yeah just hold that hold the notion or allow that that kind of space to to be your your centering point and then you get to learn how to be in that centering point you get to learn when you're around people that don't like feel conducive for that you get to learn when you're like doing things that don't feel conducive whether it's like drinking or drugs or shopping or it's like we all have these like kind of vices that try to like fill this this void of like this is going to make me happy but no external source will ever make you happy so it's like all right if none of that's going to make me happy then how do i learn to be happy like sitting alone quiet okay I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> I'm going to like, just be like, all right, well, what, let me think it like Peter Pan. Think of the happiest things. It's the same as having wings. It's true. You think of just default to thinking of the happiest thing you could think of. And if you th- notice you're thinking of something negative, just be like, it has nothing to do with me. And yeah, you get to just learn how to live in that space. And it's practice like anything else, like riding a bike or whatever it may be, but it's worthwhile practice. It's good place to put your energy well on that note i want to thank you for coming yeah. thank you for inspiring us well, inspiring me um to just uh remember that 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 childhood voice inside and keep it alive where, where can uh, we follow you uh where can yeah. we keep up to what you're doing i'm at taylor cut films on all forms of social media and then right now intent on is a website so it's an intent and it's soon to be an app released on the app store so um yeah if you follow me on social media you'll be able to hear that announcement um awesome thank you so much for coming yeah thanks, thanks for, for your time. Me. good luck with appreciate everything. it yeah this is 1 p.m if you want to own the future start this minute live from the bar cart is a gallery media production